Peace, good people. Peace. Fee, how you feeling today? <laughs> I am feeling, um, I'm feeling optimistic. Optimistic? <laughs> yeah, I feel optimistic. Is that on the feelings, Will? It, perhaps. I don't it remember. It is. There you go. <laughs> how I are like you that. feeling? I'm feeling prepared. Okay. And I can't help it. Y'all have to do it. Be prepared. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. <laughs> with Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Hey, I don't know. Y'all. I mean, there's got to be someone that doesn't do that. But as for me and my friend group, when you hear prepared, you sing be prepared. If you were to say, if you were to give me a timer right now for like one minute and ask me to name people who don't do that, I could probably name 200 in one <laughs> Probably two. I could probably, probably like an easy 200. But I, okay. <laughs> just, it, I mean, it's unique. We have such, such different realities. Somebody that's listening to this feels me right now. They feel it in their heart, their gut, because that was their favorite song from that movie. I agree. I think that there is a listener out there who is feeling very similar to you. That's And it doesn't even goes. mean that I didn't feel the song. It's. <laughs> I couldn't help it. No, it's okay. It's. You're corny and I love it. <laughs> but it's, it, I think I think corny is a type of comedy. I'm, right? Yeah, I'm, People I'm okay talk with about that. Corny like it's not. Okay, when really we all know somebody corny. Yeah. The danger is corny for comedy is corny comedy. <laughs> corny for cool is a definitely you you like it doesn't work. You fell. <laughs> you, you did not succeed. Cuz cool is cool. Cool right? is cool. But there is actually like a genre of like corny comedy. I love that comedy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you're feeling prepared. I'm feeling optimistic. Here we are today. Yeah. A very busy day. Straight up. Man. Take that deep breath. I know, right? Yeah, you, saw, you heard me. And she stopped. stopped it. She did it again, y'all. <laughs> she takes a deep breath and she stops. <laughs> Breathe. Take a minute. Let me. Reframe all my thoughts and see the vision. Hey, I know y'all, I know y'all here we go. Here music. we go. I know here. y'all playing the music. <laughs> but I, I love it. Um, and I also love this moment. In between all of what feels like busy, all of what feels like a lot, all of what feels like awareness mm. of where there could be burnout in different spaces. Mm. I love that coming to this space, the Black Love Podcast Network, Soul Affirmations, mm-hmm. it created a moment of laughter, right? <laughs> And I and I really appreciate that. Yeah. That means the work feels good. That means it's there's ease in coming to this space, even if we don't know directly what's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So I just take a moment to celebrate the laughter in the home. Mm-hmm. Laughter is also medicine, you know. Straight like up. It feels good to the body, it feels good to my core. Cause I I wouldn't use the term like burnout to describe what it is that I'm feeling, but I could see how burnout is defined and how it might be closely to 
what it is I've been experiencing these last couple of days. And I don't know, you think it's the season? Potentially the season, I was just going to say, like, I think laughter in this space that is often defined by a lot of, like, particularly physically where we are in our home, mm-hmm. this space represents a lot of transitions. Mm-hmm. A lot of work happens here, a lot of transitions. And Kamali, you know, she's committed to making a big mess in this space. So we're constantly working and cleaning, <laughs> right? But I'm naming that because I want you to, the listener, to kind of situate themselves. And there hasn't been as much true laughter in the home this week the way there just was on air. Mm. So it feels good that it's happening right here. The very place where uh, work happens, cleaning happens. And miscommunication has miscommunication. occurred. Miscommunication. Okay. It's, it's happened right here. So <laughs> I take room to uh, celebrate that laughter. And I want to bring us into the space with the affirmation today. Oh, please. Please do. Where are we? Today, we are going to read from the text of Soul Affirmations, a toolkit for mothers who are investigating grief's process. Oh, that's me. And we're going to read from page 84. All right. It reads, living with loss is not easy. I practice gentleness with myself and acknowledge where my heart is without comparison to anyone or anything else. I give myself permission to feel how I feel and find reprieve when I need. Mm. Living with loss is not easy. Mm -mm. I practice gentleness with myself and acknowledge where my heart is without comparison to anyone or anything else. I give myself permission to feel how I feel and find reprieve when I need. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say this out loud. If we were spending five minutes a day this week mm-hmm. experiencing these affirmations together, mm-hmm. it could have bridged so much miscommunication. Hmm. It could have bridged us because when I'm reading this and what it invites me to feel and think and make room for in the attending to the tasks for this week, mm-hmm. attending to the space for this week, attending to the finances for this week, all the things that parenthood and adult life entails, none of those things were addressing any of this. They just needed to be done. And sometimes the day can have so many things to attend to that even though you intend Mm -hmm. to check in with yourself, you'd be like, look, I'm going to get this rest. Right? (laughs) But the challenge is at some point you got to check in. You cannot just be a human doing as I speak of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to be a human being. And I can acknowledge that this week there wasn't very many check-ins with our feelings. We were communicating feelings, but we weren't checking in like this. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so grateful to come to this space and explore this way. Mm -hmm. It's healthy. Mm -hmm. Just so folks know, I was doing some yard work. Which is crazy. Let me just say that part. Because y'all never heard me talk about doing yard work on 
any platform you've ever heard me speak on. Okay. <laughs> you might hear me talk about education. You might hear me talk about the arts. Mm-hmm. You don't hear me talking about yard work or working on the house. You don't hear me talk like no, that. No, that's not, that's not, no. But I realized something. Mm-hmm. I am inclined to take inventory as seasons change. And what happened was I was working out in the backyard. No lie. I was working out in the backyard and I took a look under the peace pergola. And I noticed there was just like a lot of debris and it just looked like seasonal debris. Mm. A lot of dead leaves, mm-hmm. twigs, sticks, things. It looked like the the creepy crawlies were making mm-hmm. themselves comfortable and making like a new home for the season. No. No, 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 no. No. So I, after I finished my set, I just started to like just pick up and clean a little bit. Mm. But that pick up and clean a little bit became something way bigger than I imagined or planned for. Mm. And before you know it, I was cleaning, power washing, polishing, painting. (laughs) Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what is this? How did I get here? How did I get here? Now, the first thing that I observed with the like the seasonal debris was that I needed space to stretch. Okay. And I could not do it just in the in the space that it was in. Mm-hmm. It would have required me to sweep, but sweeping was not going to be enough. I can look around and see sweeping wasn't going to be enough. Mm. Especially when you sweep outdoors, right? Because you're just kind of moving dust you're around. Just moving that dust. Right. But I'm naming this in case there's a listener who has taken inventory of their feelings Maybe a bit, uh, you feel busier now than you have at any other point this year. Mm-hmm. For me, like I usually lean into the fourth quarter. I'm grateful, you know, I get it on. But it's like things were leaning back on me, right? Like so many things to do. So if there's a listener out there who just feels the weight, I don't want to name heaviness, feeling the weight of the season change. This is a different type of fall approaching or that we're in. Mm -hmm. As I look at the time bend we experience with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. how many of us got back to somewhat of a normal travel schedule this year and not even beginning of the year. It took many of us the summer to kind of land it. Mm -hmm. So you're moving more, doing more, processing more. But the the way time was moving as a continuum or a bend, as I would describe, it kind of feels like a perfect example. Hmm. When you're younger and you are in like a tug of war situation with an older sibling, older cousin. A literal? It, it could be literal often, yeah. Okay. But not the game tug of war. Let's oh, just say okay. you have something in your hand, they have the other end of it. Oh, got it. Okay. And you're pulling and you're leaning with all your might. Yes. And you cannot move that obstacle. Hmm. And then that older, craftier cousin or sibling decides to let go. (laughs) Right? And for a second, you were like leaning with all your might. For a second, you were leaning with all your might, not going anywhere. Mm. And then all of a sudden, they let go and you're just flying. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's what it. This season change feels like for Ooh, me. Wow. It's like hold on, hold on, hold on. 
and you've been holding on for so long. And then all of a sudden, like it's like full pressure and just feel like you're moving. I feel like I'm moving a hundred miles an hour mm-hmm. without ever realizing that I was accelerating. Mm. It kind of went from what feels like still to just rapid movement. Yeah. So I'm using that illustration to describe this season changing. And if there is a listener who is feeling something similar, maybe we can co-investigate together. I appreciate you sharing that because I didn't know that you had been feeling that way. I didn't know that I was feeling that way. This affirmation gave me room to check in on the feelings and gave me language to describe like I described the miscommunication, right? Yeah. We communicate really often and really regularly, and it's a joy. So obviously miscommunication can feel a little foreign mm-hmm. to our normal communication style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just think about the atmospheric noise that you experience when you're moving really fast. And processing so many different things at once. Yeah, it's the same as you don't hear as well when you're sprinting, when you're running, <laughs> right? There's wind, much less if you're on a bike. Man, much can, less if you're on can a motorcycle. you talk clearly? You can't. When, <laughs> when you're sprinting, you're winded. You're winded. God Unless you're a damn Olympian, okay? <laughs> and they go after, you know, after the race, mm. and they say, I was just, uh, <laughs> I just believe that if I try, you know, like, that was a really good sentence for somebody who just who broke just, a world record. Exactly. I always note that. <laughs> you just got a sentence out, mm, right? Mm. Many of us can't get a sentence out when we're running our hardest, when we're doing our... I really love how you put that together. It's so true. It's so incredibly true. And like right now, I am doing something differently than I have done in a very, very long time mm-hmm. um, where I am hyper-focusing on our work in business mm-hmm. um, with a goal in mind that I am focusing on even more. But I'm doing this now in a structure that is similar to school because that's the structure that has worked for me in the past. But I've never done that with a, with a Kamali, mm-hmm. you know, at my hip. or And a Kamayu. And a Kamayu, right? Even that. Like I tried with Kamayu and that was incredibly difficult because I felt like I was being taken away from being her mother in the ways that I knew how to be her mother. And now I am still trying to balance what that look and what that looks and feels like, but also meeting Kamali's needs that are right in front of me that I can see and that are loud and verbal Mm -hmm. and are in front of my feet sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you know, just, just everywhere. And sometimes it stinks. <laughs> She'll close your laptop. You, you know what I'm saying? Like today, she really did. She looked me in my eye and her eyebrows squinted towards her nose and she proceeded to close my laptop and felt like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm right for this. But I say all that to say, I don't think I recognize all of the new things that are happening around me that I am lending myself to participating in. And I don't know if there is this expectation of you in understanding what's happening with me, or if there is this, like, 
I guess I've known you the longest, you've known me the longest in this entire scenario. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm looking for understanding um, without even communicating. Precisely. And, and that is just ridiculous. It, I'm Saying I'm, it out loud, that's just ridiculous. It's so amazing for me to hear and and to hear in front of a you know a world full of listeners that that really makes me feel good. Oh. Right? Expecting me to be understanding. But how often do we do that, right? I say that out loud uh, because you just I think it's important to say because someone else might be experiencing it. Hell yeah, it's important to say because it made it made me feel acknowledged, whether somebody was experiencing it or not. <laughs> I'm saying right here on air that that feels acknowledged because I think I've been waiting for that sentence this this season, this this week, mm. right? That there are we don't hear as well when we're moving fast, and we don't speak as clearly when we're moving fast. Yeah, and fast is not only just the physical speed at which we're moving but how fast we're processing information in our head yeah. or processing what's crazy is all it means is that we're not present, right? Because oh, I am not present at all. Because we're processing future yep. uh, dates, yep. responsibilities, yep. how to show up in the future with what you need, mm-hmm. uh, maybe processing the emotion of the past, right? The way something made you feel. Come on. And listen, the most I got for present is sleep. And listen, <laughs> that's I, the most I have for present. And I've seen it. I've seen it in in repeat form. <laughs> so here we are in this space, having a conversation and exploring and learning real time right now together. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that this episode is so beautiful and unique because it is real time processing about a week that felt like it felt like a tornado in terms of just the velocity and the nonstop, right? Which is why I could understand why you were so present for sleep because we knew the next day there was so much more to do again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we're managing projects, we know the end. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hard for these three days because something is happening on the fourth and then we're going to create a decompress mm-hmm. well this fourth quarter is just beginning and it hasn't felt like there's any end in sight to what's required mm. so it's just picking up velocity it's going it's picking up velocity right only stops to breathe sleep and then go again having a child at this age is unique because you don't have the same version of the child every day. No. So if we are picking up speed and intensity, what is Kamali doing? Or what is rather the the rate of our processing? What is that meaning for her? What is she reading? Right. Right. I try to, I do make time for our walks. They're really important to me because mm-hmm. it allows me to be present with her in a routine. Mm-hmm. She can, she can, she knows this is our time and it's, it's for her and I to talk and do whatever. Which by the way, it sounds really nice the way I just said it. That happens about, you know, maybe about 60% of the time. <laughs> the other 40%, she doing what the hell she wanted in walks. You hear me? Like walking, <laughs> like the other walking direction. herself. Yeah. The other direction. Yeah. 
shaking me. Like she's at this place now uh-huh. where she can like go left and right. She's oh, working on her agility. I don't know if you've heard, but the sound of her steps have been picking up. Hell yeah. <laughs> through this little short hallway. Hell yeah. She's picking up <laughs> speed, y'all. She's picking up speed. But I, I love this exploration, right? I love that this affirmation. And here's what I want to also just kind of commit to you, to me, to our union. We can really make time to explore an affirmation together. And if your partner doesn't have much to say, maybe you do. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just maybe it's just your partner's space to listen. Mm-hmm. Or we can listen to each other. Mm-hmm. But I would like us to attend to these affirmations together in this season that has just changed. Mm-hmm. The fall, right? Mm-hmm. It's harvest, which means that things have to be trimmed. Mm-hmm. Right? We got to get to know every plant and spend time with it like you did. When, and how good it made you feel when you got to take care of your plants after traveling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every leaf you gave attention. I want us to commit to giving attention to every leaf that makes up our family tree. And you can't give time to every leaf every day, but this is harvest. I love how you painted that. And I'm committed to that work. I previously in uh, my schedule and my scheduling and the things that we've had to do, we haven't had to like make time in this way, Mm -hmm. but how beautiful it is to be able to explore and find out, okay, this is something that we can use that we, that we would need. Yeah. And that these, these toolkits, they're available, Mm -hmm. right. For other families who've experienced grief or other folks who just want to reflect and manifest the light within. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So folks can make room to take inventory with each other, to show up for each other, just to exercise three minutes of deep listening. And I'm telling you, I've been feeling called to that work for myself. (laughs) Like it is calling me. It's unique because, like I said, when I had Kamayu and I tried to dive into some work, it was very challenging. And it was because the work was not centered in my identity as her mother. Mm-hmm. This work is different. It is centered in my identity as her mother. So I don't feel like it's taking me away mm-hmm. per se, but it is doing something differently with my ability to tend to the present. So I'm learning something new about being her mother in this season mm-hmm. um, and with Kamali. And so I celebrate that because I'm always looking for different ways that she is speaking to me or different things that I'm learning in the process of being her mother, because that's the ways I get to participate um, so, yes. yeah, I just say that. Hey, I, I love it. Journey. I love it. I love what we're uncovering and learning and what the work that is now centered in the identity and what it requires. And I've been attending to the things that like I don't necessarily find I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I. I'm finding joy to come to what I don't enjoy. Mm. Let me name it around physical exercise. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about lifting weights. Yes, it's hard, but I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. What I, what's hard for me is stretching. Okay. (laughs) And the listeners should know that by now, maybe folks want to help, but I'm stretching and I'm showing up for it 
because I believe I'm investing in my future self. Mm. I feel and that. So that's why I find joy in going, even though I don't enjoy the squirming, the screaming. Okay. I scream, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's hard. It it's, burns. Some, some of the positions are really hard. <laughs> but I name this because for a listener, somebody in our community who is feeling the, the weight of the season change, be mindful, be patient mm-hmm. with yourself, with your mm-hmm. partner, with your family. Mm-hmm. But be mindful that for many of us, it entered a rapid acceleration. It wasn't the normal acceleration um, which means that in the if you train for it and it's and it's something you experience, you can speak after sprinting mm-hmm. like the Olympians do. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't trained for that level of movement, speed, force, direction, mm-hmm. you can be very winded after, mm-hmm. which makes you short with yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. short in your hearing mm-hmm. and your listening. You mm-hmm. can't hear as well. Mm-hmm. You don't speak as clearly. Yeah. Because what you really just need is air. Yeah. You really just need a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And that is not as always easy as it sounds. Because for some folks, <laughs> it's not one deep breath I need. I need hey. a day of deep breathing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm extending patience to myself, to my family, to our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm extending grace to myself, to my family. Mm-hmm. To the listeners mm-hmm. and creating the conditions for us to extend that to one another. Yeah. You know, uh, we're committed to doing at least three to five minutes of affirmation with each other a day. I just think the season calls for it. Hey. It's, and yeah. I want to invite our listeners to do the same so they can head over to soulandlove.com. Yes. And you can scroll down to our offerings and you will find a copy of my book, A Toolkit for Mothers Who Are Investigating Grief's Process, and Karika's book, A Toolkit for Reflection and Manifesting the Light Within. And you know, I'm always about uh, accessibility and equity. Come on. So if the listening, if you're not in a partnership, or if you don't have time to read and listen, you can take a ride and listen. Mm -hmm. In your commute, you can go to wherever you listen to your music, and you can find Soul Affirmation Deluxe. Yep. And it will be a copy of the affirmation that we read here. And you can do a listening. And you can take time for yourself. And you can just breathe during that time. Mm-hmm. However, we create the conditions to go inward, to extend grace for ourselves, for our families, for our community, we do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the streaming isn't where you do your deepest connecting, mm-hmm. you can come out and connect with Soul Development mm-hmm. Saturday, October 29th. Yes. Here in West Oakland yes. uh, for the Art as a Tool Festival. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be doing there is shedding our light, right? And sometimes you got to be close, physically touched. Some folks need to be seen mm-hmm. and to be checked on. Mm-hmm. So you can come out with us Saturday, October 29th, yeah. West Oakland, Art as a Tool. Art Beats as and a tool. rhymes. Beats and rhymes. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rika. Thank you. <laughs> And thank you to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmation with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. We'd like to thank our executive producer, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Mm-hmm. Our producer, Crystal Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From our family to yours. 
until we come here again. Yeah. Massive love. Peace. Peace.